0: Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast, where this week we're gonna be breaking down the Mexican Grand Prix.
1: It was one of the craziest races I've seen in a while. It was it was very old F one feeling to me. Yeah. And was followed up by the F one Twitter world exploding from rumors and all that good stuff. So we have a lot to talk about. We do Um, and uh, I have many thoughts. So I'm sure you do. But first <laughs> it's been do. a little while. Of course I always have thoughts. It's <laughs> been a little while, but we finally get another quality in sixty and it was an interesting one. So here we go. Three, two, one. All right, so usual suspect, Logan Sargent starting in twentieth, didn't even technically start a time. Uh big name Lando Norris starting in P nineteen because they botched a strategy. P-18, Lance Stroll, another bad weekend for Aston Martin. Kmag mag ahead of him, P-17, and Acon P-16, that was your bottom five. Yuki got up to P-15 with Albon at P-14, actually a little bit of a disappointment because he looked better in practice, but anyway. Uh, Fernando Alonso, P-13, also disappointment, got beat out by a Haas at P-12 of Nico Hülkenberg, and Pierre Gasly at P-11, just missing out. Joe Gwen Yu and Valtteri Bottas, 9 and 10, both made it into Q3. Big surprise. Uh, George Russell, only 8th fastest, uh, just just behind Oscar Piastri at P7. Lewis Hamilton, P6. Checo at his home race, P5. Daniel Ricciardo, the man of the weekend. P4 behind. Max Verstappen, and then a double Ferrari lockout, Leclerc pole. Yep. Dang it! I was three seconds over because I I lagged in the middle, but that's okay. <laughs> so it was very surprising. Not even Ferrari, Ferrari did a new thing this weekend where they didn't even expect to be good and somehow surprised themselves, which yeah. is what they need to do every weekend. They need to be pl- <laughs> yeah, They need to surprise themselves and plan on being bad.
0: I this. This was a bittersweet weekend for me.
1: So let's just jump. Let's jump right into it because I think we're going to talk more about the
0: news than the race. Yeah. Other
1: than the beginning of the race. So just
0: yeah. Tell me about Red Bull. Okay. Here we go. Not a great day for your hometown hometown driver, Checo Perez. Uh, lap one, turn one, he's out of the race. Yep. Because uh, look Le- like this is not Leclerc's fault at all. But like Leclerc break late, you know, to try and get some uh to make a, and Checo just freaking went for it over on the outside of him, and then hit his tire, his back tire, and l- got launched in the air and off the track. So obviously DNF wasn't coming back from that. And I mean, did you were you watching the international?
1: Yes. Broadcast? Three into one does not go. First of all, that's what happened. Is Checo turned in basically on Leclerc, and it was Checo's fault.
0: Yeah, 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 it, yeah. And um. The Crowd, yeah, immediately was just like they started leaving, yeah, yeah. I cannot believe they started leaving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you got to think about it. Majority of them were there only for check, they probably didn't even care about Red Bull or F1. Yeah, it's like this person's on billboards in my city, yeah, I'm gonna go see him race. That can happen, man. Yeah,
1: I had, I was trying to mentally prepare myself to, for that to happen at Silverstone. It's like Lewis could crash on the formation line. Oh, yeah. And I don't get to watch him. Yeah. Like I was trying to... So, I understand.
0: But very tough for Red Bull, obviously, with him, you know, or with Hamilton getting pretty close to him in the points. Yep. With these last few races left, it's gonna... I... It's gonna feel like a 2021, but <laughs> between Checo and Hamilton at this point. Um, But then Max had a great race and took home his 16th win of the season, making history again, breaking his own record. So... He's uh, racking up those points like, you know, it matters. <laughs> he's
1: He'd still be leading the Constructors' Championship on his own. I checked on yeah. that, which is just crazy to think yeah. about. it's insane. Not right. even just – he would be leading by, like, 120 points. Yeah. I don't uh, – math is tough. Okay, okay, I remember we did this math. Mercedes would have to make up 40 points a race yep. for the rest of – 40 points a week. They would have to get a uh, – One-two,
0: basically. Yeah, one-two every single week from there The
1: sprint makes it a little different, it. but Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is just insane.
1: And Max would have to DNF. Yeah. He would Max have to would not score
0: yeah. any of these races. So insane. Yeah. Very, very impossible. Um but I don't know how to feel. We'll we're obviously gonna get to the rumors later, but with all that well then rumors.
1: Well, so Lewis had a fantastic weekend. Um he had a rough qualifying, but honestly, I'm kinda of at the point right now where as long as Mercedes is like five or higher now he was sixth but five or higher I can I think Lewis is because I I'm not expecting them to win now this coming weekend I'm gonna feel differently but oh, yeah. I'm not expecting them to win but if Lewis has a shot at the podium I feel pretty good about it um so a lot more happened in the race but Lewis ends up getting P2 um and and fastest lap on the final lap on tires that were 41 laps old because I ran them for five yeah. laps in practice. Of mediums. So it was ridiculous. I was like, I was, I went from thinking that he couldn't, that this was the bad strategy because there was a race restart, which we'll talk about a little later. But uh, on the race restart, I was like, sure that he's going to get the Ferraris, but he's not going to be able to sustain this. And the Ferraris kept coming on saying in five laps, uh, the tires are going to fall off. And it's like, nope, Lewis just (laughs) held them on all the way there and set the fastest lap. The thing that hurts the most about this is that if Lewis had not been disqualified the previous weekend, he would be ahead by one point right now uh, of Checo. So that sucks. But the important thing, and Lewis has been saying it himself, uh, he's not going to lose sleep over getting P3 in the championship this year, but he has to get, uh, Mercedes has to get P2 in the championship for constructors. That's what matters to him. And I'm trying to think that way too, but it's hard not to picture him also getting P2 championship. Uh and then George he cooked his tires too mu- too fast couldn't whisper the tires the way Lewis could ended up getting P6 um which was very interesting because uh very late in the race he was having a fight with somebody that we did not expect which we'll talk about later but he also got overtaken by Lando Norris at one point as well so uh who do you want to where do you want to go next?
0: talk about Daniel Ricciardo. Okay, yeah. Alfotari. Um so P7 finished for Daniel Ricardo in a race, is insane to think about in an Alpha Tower. Yes, like their best result of the year by far. Yeah, yeah. Like P ten was their highest so far, I believe. Nine, Na- or P nine. You, yeah. you got P nine or P ten, or no,
1: no, no, because because uh,
0: uh, uh, Lawson got P nine. Remember? That's yeah, yeah, yeah not not Yuki Lawson. Um. So, so P7 is huge, not only for Alpha Tower, but for Daniel Ricciardo as a driver. With all of these speculations going on, this is going to look good, especially if a Red Bull seat is incoming. Yeah. Like, it's gold Daniel we yeah. all loved and missed. We got to see at this race, and it was freaking awesome.
1: Yeah, he outqualified Checo, which yeah. looked bad. I yeah. mean, Checo, may, like, you know, stuff can happen, and you not get into Q3. But if you get into Q3— See, and also in qualifying, what I didn't have time to mention was they were doing the toe because Yuki was taking a grid penalty. Mm -hmm. So they were doing the toe, and I was like, all right. So he's going to get into Q3, but, like, if you're using the toe and you're just sacrificing Yuki constantly, like, what is his real pace? Mm -hmm. And then he goes and sets P4 on his own. Yep. No toe, nothing, P4. I was like, holy crap. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but anyway, where did he end up finishing? P7. Man. P seven, there, dude. There's just something about Ricardo that, and a Red Bull that makes sense. I know, and he was only he was fighting Russell to the line. Yeah. I've still been waiting to see a photo because
1: he was only five tenths finishing behind him, but it was closer than that for a lot of the last lap. Oh, yeah. I was holding my breath for Russell.
0: It was it was a crazy race from Ricardo. I was so happy,
1: man. So it's gonna be that's gonna be something to watch going yeah. forward. Uh, Yuki, I'll just go ahead and cover him. P twelve, quiet race. Uh, he took every component known to man for his car so uh you know he started from the pit lane so not bad considering um and uh but not danny rick material yeah. so uh i'll go ahead and talk about leclerc so leclerc got p3 so lewis and leclerc got to reunite and it seems like they're like the best Mexico of friends buddy. now because of what i mean i think they're already cool but like they're hanging out together they're taking photos, like. I don't know. It's There's a bromance brewing of McLaren and Lewis. So um, P3, uh, this is now his 10th pole position that Max ends up winning the race from, <laughs> yeah. which is just crazy. And the memes have been great from that. Oh, yeah. But a surprise Ferrari podium on a weekend I was not mm-hmm. expecting. Um, yeah, and, great. you know, there's a lot of – well, let's just talk about this, too. So Christian Horner said Mercedes got lucky. Uh, to get on the podium, You I was, you was like, really, really Horner. <laughs> you know what? If this is if this is the start of 2021 happening again next year, so say cute. whatever you want. Okay. Horner. Yeah, I, 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 I miss being mad at Christian Horner. <laughs> like, I know that sounds weird, but like the constant, like, oh, what did what yeah. did they say today? Like, oh man, it was so
0: good. I can't wait.
1: That meme that's going around. I don't know the guy's name, but the guy that's like crying and going like this. You know what I'm talking about? But oh, like, yeah,
0: uh, Vince Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. WWE. Well, what is that about? Can you explain the context? So,
0: I'm of this pretty meme? sure he... uh, I don't know the exact context around it. This is what I think because I heard I had heard he was retiring, so I think it's from like his one of uh... maybe a documentary or a video about his retirement. Um, but yes, I I get what you mean. The two camera setup. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so uh, basically the only one of those memes that I've seen that I've actually liked was the. It said, Dad, tell me about the 2021 F1 season. He's going- Yeah, out <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to tell me
0: about Sciences race? Yeah, so he got P4, um, uh, or yeah, sorry, got P4, um, and in his post-race uh, uh, interview or press conference, whatever, he said that, that P3 and P4 was the max that Ferrari could have even pulled out of this race.
1: Christian Horner, so, did you hear that? What? Christian Horner, did you hear that? That's oh. what? <laughs>
0: so so um, um, yeah, I mean it was still good. They got podium. They got good points. So you know they're not an Aston Martin. So yeah. Happy.
1: Yep. Yep. Speaking of yeah, well, you want you want to talk about Aston? Martin Mr.
0: man of the, on the podium for the rest of the season. DNF'd once again. Oh, uh, which actually wasn't his fault. Well,
1: Stroll also DNF'd, which was surprisingly also not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because he got hit by Valtteri Bottas, another one of my drivers. I had a lot of driver DNFs this week uh, uh, because he hit Stroll. And, well, but- Bottas didn't DNF, but he was given a penalty, which it put him, put him in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He basically DNF'd. So, he've, uh, yeah, which was, it was very late. So, double DNF for Aston Martin which will be important when we talk about the rumors at the end.
0: Alonzo's was from yes, Checo's freaking crash at the beginning. He took debris damage to his car. Oh, I didn't and know o- that time was just destroying his car and so they had to retire. Wow. They tried to fix it after the the red flag and they weren't and towards the end of the race they were just or when he when he retired they were just like we're calling it. I'm surprised
1: they couldn't fix that. I don't know. After
0: that's the on their on their debrief or, you know, after the race, um, that's what they had said. It was they, they tried to fix it, couldn't get it well enough, and just had him retire.
1: Well, I'm glad you brought up the red flag because there was a red flag in this race from yeah. a crazy crash by Kevin Magnuson. Not his fault at all, really. I mean, he had a little bobble. That was his fault a little bit. Yeah. But the suspension just totally all of a sudden failed while he was going 100 kph yeah. and slammed into the wall and caught fire and then he scared me because he climbed over the wall after getting out of the car and i was worried that he was going to die because somebody was going to run yeah. into the wall but anyway the damage was really bad and they had to red flag it um and which reminds me uh freaking max for stopping uh it, while we're waiting Says, like, why are we red flagging it? Uh, Like, come on, the car's on fire, but they're already dealing with it. He says something (laughs) like that,
0: and I was like, Really? Tell me what, tell me your thoughts, dude. I think he just wants the season over with as well, just to get to the next one. He's really been competition, he's been sassy lately, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he won't even complain next year if there's like a lot. I mean, he still wants to win, but like a lot of competition. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think, well, I mean. I mean, he'll complain.
0: but But, Yeah, of course. He'll find something to complain about. But, like, I mean, from a few weeks back, maybe like a month or two now, where uh, we had talked about his quote where he's, like, he's getting kind of bored. Yeah. I feel like this is it. Like, I think he's just really, like, trying to get to the next season as quick as possible.
1: I think it was just like, I was just like, come on, you're going to have a little challenge at the restart. Because, I mean, he did exactly what I expected at the start of the race. P3 yeah. goes to P1. Yeah. It's, it's a tale as old as time. So uh, anyway, but yeah, so there's a red flag, which caused this restart, which caused this mixed up strategy of some people using hards and some people using mediums, which yeah. I thought mediums honestly were a terrible plan, but clearly I was wrong because uh, both McLarens and both mm-hmm. Mercedes went on this strategy. I thought especially was a poor strategy for the McLarens and George Russell. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton seems like you can kind of give him whatever and he'll make it work. I mean, it might not be the optimal strategy, but I mean, I'm not saying he could have done it on softs, but mediums, they seem to know they were doing with that, especially because they were five lap old mediums. I was Mm -hmm. like, really? This is the plan? So, but I I respect, I I think they should have offset the strategies. Both teams should have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it paid off for Lewis. George Russell cooked his tires too much, which he tends to do. I've noticed the pattern. Piastri uh got up to P eight. Um, and I don't even remember where he started from. It was it was it was P seven. So I mean, I guess he lost a place technically. Yeah. But I mean it, but it, you know, it, there was lots of other stuff going on. I'm not so I don't think it was a bad race from Piastri and he only got overtaken by his teammate, technically. Yep. So um yeah, so a good race from them on a weekend that I honestly didn't think was gonna be an ideal track track for them. So I think they pulled out a good bit.
0: So yeah. How, how about Lando? Lando showed up to <laughs> this race. Yes. He like, did. like you said, qualified P nineteen. I think he started P seventeen though, um, from the penalties and stuff for the race start. Yes, he did. Um. So he finished P five from P seventeen. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Which is crazy. I mean, it like did uh the one overtake on Ricardo. Oh, was one of my favorites of the race. So good.
1: So I go back and forth on this. So both. Both McLarens made some risky overtakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, Lando also fell back. How I Do you even know how far five or six places in uh, uh, the red uh, flag restart? Uh,
0: what was it? I remember. I think it was five. It, yeah, it was five, I think.
1: Well, anyway, uh, another thing that happened that I kind of glazed—I didn't really talk about—was Piastri and Yuki had an incident where Yuki ended up spinning out, very similar to how the beginning of the race went. Yeah. So that was something. But both McLarens, man, were just throwing, throwing it down. Oh yeah. And <laughs> Lando had some overtakes. I think maybe that overtake on Ricardo was a little risky, and Ricardo had to
0: bail a little bit. But yeah. it's I, hard uh, racing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's. I think that's why I like it so much. It, it, it's like. Yeah, on he was the, limit. Him to the middle man. It was yeah. crazy. It was, it was crazy. I,
1: I mean, I don't know what he could have done if he had had a good qualifying, mm-hmm. but I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of people are poising him for the win this weekend quietly, this upcoming Brazilian Grand Prix. Yeah.
0: I actually had. Wrote this down for a prediction for next week
1: that you think you think
0: Lando's going to win. I think Lando's P one or P two next week.
1: Ooh, okay, okay.
0: Now the wind is pushing it, knowing Lando. Okay, we all oh. always we all know that something happens.
1: What if Lando's in the lead again and then Lewis like overtakes him, like just be, like last time?
0: Be mad at How do you add to choose? Come on.
1: I've been waiting longer than la- No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I know you. You haven't.
0: <laughs> Listen, do you not remember the tractor that started the season? Oh,
1: I remember. Okay, I remember. It's it, some say it's still not finished with that first race. Yeah.
0: Um. So let's see where to go from here. Talked about Bottas, Piastri. We talked about oh, yeah. Stroll. Um, since you're talking about Bottas, I can just tell you, Joe, another uneventful race, P14 for uh, Alfa Romeo, and then what? What did? Bottas, uh, behind him. Yeah, just yeah. behind him. I thought so. Last of the last of the runners. I want to talk about Haas. Okay, Holgberg finished P thirteen. So, but has there been anything that's happened to Haas this season? I don't know. It's like they're not even there. Yeah, that's what. Like, I was I was getting notes ready and stuff, and I was like thinking back to the race, and I'm like, did I even see him? Other than like the start of the race, and then, like maybe a few clips, like of they the crashed. Haas, yeah. All?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like most yeah, of the times I can write these notes from memory. I d- yeah. usually double check them, but when it comes to when it comes to Haas and Alfa Romeo, I always have to be yeah. all right. I got to check this. <laughs> K like, Mag was easy. Crash, suspension failure. Began.
0: Yeah, uh, I was just thinking about because I was writing it down, and I'm like, anytime this season has there been like a oh look what Haas did or like oh this is what Haas do other than the the when they signed their drivers, that's like. The only time I've heard Haas' name in like F1 press. I think this is
1: the most like mid season I've ever seen the map. Yeah. Like just nothing is happening. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, and you know, everybody's talking about their um uh, their pole position from uh Brazil last year. Yeah. But like even that was a fluke. It was. It yeah. was a fluke. I mean, it was raining and crap happened, you yeah. know? Like, so I don't know, man. It's like I've lost all hope for... uh, My hostilution syndrome is absolutely cured. It's gone. Absolutely cured. Yeah. Uh, And I I genuinely don't know if that team will ever get a podium. Genuinely. I think there's a chance it gets bought out eventually before... Because I always thought like maybe Andretti would buy him out, but... I don't know, man.
0: It's rough. Hopefully we'll find that out
1: soon. Well, uh, speaking of America, tell us about Logan Sargent.
0: You know... When I when I search, so when I'm preparing for like these podcasts and stuff, so I'll like pull up some stuff just to look at and reference to get my notes ready and correct. And it's bad to say that when I just click the search bar, the most frequent search that I have is Logan Sargent DNF. <laughs> and so I never have to type it. I just click. It's the first one, always. Oh, that's so funny. And so. There it is. You know, we got another Logan Sergeant. I think this is number seven of in races, at least. Yeah, and this, this is Conan not racing. his fault. Sure this but... is seven. Yeah, it's not his fault. There is a fuel pump issue that they've been dealing with all race. And he almost made it to the end, to be fair. He he did make it. Okay, okay. He just made it, but it was retired.
1: Yeah, it's very complicated because at first he was classified because technically you can cross the finish line uh, in the in the in the the pit yeah but you wouldn't want to because most of the time that would cause you to lose 10 seconds yep. and that caused him to finish last and
0: anyway. so, yes he technically finished but it was a dnf technically yeah a it's fuel pump issue um they just wanted to protect the power unit so they called him they called it yeah called and uh, to...
1: they were saying I think uh, they didn't use these words but basically it was going to blow up yeah if it if it, if it went on the format the uh cooldown map yeah and uh, apparently, the red flag may have saved Albon as well. I think they're having a double issue with yeah. this, but but it's sitting there cooling down for a while yeah. was not enough. Okay. Because Albon got P nine. You know, I like have just learned to never take any stock in practice for the most part. Because Albon was popping up the entire time, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, like Albon's gonna yeah. get a put." It's like, no, he's not. Like, <laughs> like it's not Albon's fault. Albon's doing the best he can in this car. Oh, yeah. Best of, you know, almost anybody can do in this car. Mm-hmm. And, but I, you know, people are expecting like a top five finish. It's like, no, like it's not going to happen. So, uh, P nine, but three points in a row, uh, three point scores in a row. Yeah, Um, a, a really good drive. Um, again, one of the best people of the year. Uh, sure. We, you know, we don't need to talk about if Logan Starr just got to keep his seat this season, this podcast, cause we just don't know. Yeah. I mean, we think so, but we don't. We don't need to talk about it because, honestly, this race was no indication one way or another. He yeah. drove well. He was P12. Yeah. That uh, wasn't really his fault. But so. at least he didn't get screwed out of points or something. That would have sucked. Yeah. Oh, and he got a 10-place grid penalty before the start. Well, I don't even remember what it was for anymore. I had pulled it up. I should have written it. down. But, yeah, he got a 10-place grid penalty. Here it is. And qualifying. Well, look, it starts at DNF. Yep. That's hilarious. I like the thought that. Every time you get on Google, look up like, "Why my tummy hurting?"
0: Like if I press <laughs> L, it says the logo. the You know. Wow. Uh, we can talk about Alpine real quick. We'll uh, pull it sure. Though. Yeah. So,
1: um, Gasly P11 mm-hmm. just out of the points, kind of oof, TBH, because you know it's just out of the points. Yeah. But, um, I think they had a better weekend overall.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alcon finished just in the points, P10. Um, so
1: it's at the point of the year, every point matters
0: big yeah. time. So, uh, so Logan's target was handed a 10 place grid drop, uh, following a yellow flag infringement. That that's right. While his Williams team was also handed a 20,000 fine for leaving a that's Jack right. in the pit lane. That's right. So
1: yeah. Qualifying is pretty eventful. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, Alonzo had a spin. Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh anyway, so that's all the drivers. So as a perfect segue speaking of Alonzo spin um so you know it was a good race. I was happy Lewis didn't they they did the scrutineering. Lewis didn't get did disqualified. I was gonna sleep peacefully that night and then a tweet pops into my timeline because I'm always on Twitter on, on Sundays basically I, sp- I basically leave my entire my entire day on Sunday yep. uh by a man named Albert. Fabrega, he's very famous. I know who this guy is. I just am not, I'm from the south of of the US of A and I can't speak. So um, basically, he posts and says, I don't want to believe the rumor that I just heard in the paddock. No. And then the man goes to bed and doesn't tell us what the rumor is. So it starts going crazy, and then people try to get Will Buxton involved. And then he did get involved. And then he did get involved. Cryptically. Cryptically. Yeah. And then he ends up giving us a hint that it's about Checo and Ricardo, which is like, all right. But then, so then we go to bed. Next morning, we wake up, and there's multiple rumors going on. I posted about all of these. It got a lot of reactions. Um, uh, All about, all right, so... Here's the most likely rumors, apparently, which is that Aston Martin may be being sold and, which is crazy, by Lance Stroll—sorry, Lawrence Stroll, same thing—and um, <laughs> that they—well, because of this, Alonzo is leaving them, and he has been given a seat at Red Bull as the second driver, which— well oh, well, okay, it doesn't say second driver, just the other seat. Which was it's just I, I've I, I never believed it. I never believed it, but just to think
0: about it was crazy. So what were your thoughts about pain. this? Pain. The Alonzo thing was pain. Well why? Because if I want if I want to cheer on Red Bull, I, at least in these years of Red Bull, I want Ricardo or Pacheco. Okay. Or Lawson even.
1: Okay. But just imagine Alonso versus Matt, like bare minimum. Okay, bare minimum next season we would at least have a title fight. Bare minimum.
0: Yeah, you'd think
1: that. No, I know that. Mm. Alonso has proven that. Checo
0: has not, never proven that. Oh, uh, that's why I said Ricardo Lawson. Like, okay, okay, okay. Ricardo. I don't feel like a Red Bull is really freaking good, but Alonso is a world champion. Yes, I
1: agree. So I'm just saying it's almost Ricardo guaranteed. Ricardo can be. Ricardo <laughs> can be.
0: That you know I was saying this I'm the other i are saying like as a fan of Red Bull for a sure. while now I would rather see Ricardo or at least Lawson in that seat and leave
1: Well as a, as not a fan of Red Bull I would still rather see Ricardo but uh, especially cuz I mean I like Alonso doesn't bother me I get onto him because he said he's going to get on the podium every race and since then has only had one podium I've never been a big fan of him so
0: I, that's why I'm like I would rather have yeah. a, a fan of that I could root for
1: I mean I guess I've I've been very neutral on the guy I guess yeah. But him going there sounded crazy. So then, let's flash forward a little bit, because there's other things to talk about rumor-wise. Mm. But at the same time, today, Helmut Marco, in a press conference, said that he thinks Alonso started the rumor. Oh, my gosh. Which is just awesome, because it's Helmut Marco, yeah. everybody's favorite German. And uh, I was trying to think of a word. Um, uh, so... I mean, where do you think this rumor came from? Because uh, basically, Alonso said, I'm going to come after anybody that made up this rumor, I which sure seems there's extreme. There's going to
0: be consequences.
1: Which seems extreme considering the guys race for, like, more teams that are than they're on, are on the grid currently, <laughs> I'm, which isn't true. I'm exaggerating. But you know what I mean. Yeah. The man that caused all of the drama, or one of the people that caused all of the drama last year. So, I mean, who do you think started it? How did it start? Was this the rumor?
0: I don't think that's the rumor that was started. I agree with you. I don't think so.
1: And the other reasoning is because the same guy came out, Albert Fabrega. I'm sorry. I know there's a way to say it. I'm just not—I can't speak. So he comes on and says, it's not about drivers. It's not about teams. And there's rough, like, translation things because he tweets in Spanish. So, you know, like, you know, what can be taken literally? But basically— We have no idea, but basically he basically ruled out that it could be anything, but of the ones that we have, the only one that could still work would be and being sold. So that's still possible. However, there's also been math issues in this because the original post said that 255 million euros got sold, sorry, pounds got sold. Turns out it was only 2.55 million. And then there's an argument about whether or not the... It's the team that's being sold or the company, but Lawrence Stroll owns some of both, so it's very confusing. Yeah. And I mean 2.55 million dollars is a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of all of these people that Formula 1 that that true. throw out a private jet every other year cuz it got old is
0: wait, 2.5 billion million.
1: million million. Okay. 2.55 million yeah. is nothing yeah. for these guys. I mean seriously. I mean it's something it's like enough to like feel it if they got like two million dollars stolen yeah but it's not like it's over like for us if we got two million dollars stolen from us we'd have to go to prison because we couldn't pay it back (laughs) so um anyway what do you think is going on because there's still a third wrench to this but what do you think's going on i I... do you think we haven't heard it
0: I, i yeah i don't think there's a you got to think, the guy who started all this has not said what it is about. True. Everything else is speculation. Okay. Like, because we haven't had someone that's, like, also in the paddock, other than Will Buxton, who's just posting memes and <laughs> stuff like that. We all love Will Buxton. Uh, We haven't heard anybody, like, say, like, I was also around, sure, this is what I heard. It's mainly been, like, this rumor is maybe this.
1: I just, I don't know what it could be. I, I don't think Aston Martin's being sold either, but there's just nothing that makes even any sense mm-hmm. that he would be upset about. Because, I mean, the guy was a Spaniard, so the Alonso thing started making sense. Yeah. And you start thinking, well, this sounds crazy, but it's Red Bull and it's Alonzo jumping ship again, yeah, which is something he does. Red Bull's Spanish account. Yeah, the Red Bull Spanish the, account. The, the sh- Yeah, like is it still have there's no way that's what it is. Alonzo would not have come out. He's 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 sneaky but he's not stupid. He wouldn't come out and say that this is a lie. Yeah. So obviously that's not it. So I I have no like you know me, I'm Mr. Theory. I have no theories. <laughs> Genuinely have no idea what's going on because it doesn't make it none of this makes any sense to me. I would love it if they were selling Aston Martin Uh, sort of, I didn't like the rumors of who was going to buy it, but, uh, which was like some Saudi Arabian oil company thing that sounds slightly sketchy, but, um, at least maybe we would have got rid of Lance Stroll. So let's play a little game here. Let's play a little game. Let's assume all of this is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's just ride this out and see what happens. Maybe everyone's lying Yeah. and everybody knows that Alonzo's going to Red Bull uh Checo's gone, or not gone, but he's now looking for a seat. Yep. Aston Martin is sold. They get rid of Lance Stroll, too, because that's the obvious decision. Yep. So there are now two open seats, and what happens from here? And keep in mind that Williams has not confirmed Logan Sargent, so throw that in there, too. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have any thoughts on
0: what they would do? Do you think they would? Perez would probably get picked up, to be honest. Do you think so? Yeah, and... Honestly, pull a rookie? Schumacher.
1: Mmm, Schumacher. I, I was, that's not who I was going to throw in there, but he is a Mercedes engine reserve. Yeah. So I was going to say someone from the McLaren has a plethora. That would also make,
0: make sense. What? A rookie would also make sense.
1: McLaren has a plethora of rookies that are just sitting and waiting for a seat. Yeah. So what I would do is pull like Theo Porcher or somebody like that, yeah. put him in. And and McLaren signs a contract. Th- this is what I think would happen. Yeah. Maybe. McLaren signs a contract saying, listen, we don't have a C for until two years from now anyway. Because both our drivers are confirmed until Lando's. Well, oh, actually, Lando's contract's up next year.
0: Yeah. That makes it tougher.
1: All right. Well, at least a year maybe with a plus one option added in. You guys can have him on loan. But at the same time, we keep we can take him back after this year he basically gets a free year of testing and Aston Martin gets to drive the tracks sure it's a different system but they got other people to step up and do the simulator work yeah. but if there's anybody that's flush for drivers it's a McLaren so cuz I got all these other divisions and stuff so uh and then I think Checo does get the seat or i mean they could do the nuclear option and uh they could try and pull a driver from another team and honestly i think you got to go for experience I think Valtteri Bottas would actually be a great pull for them. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but he's the only experienced driver that I think would leave their team.
0: Oh, yeah. And, thought, yeah, he would probably leave Alfa Romeo.
1: So anyway, so and then it's like, well, is does Checo maybe get Williams a seat? Does Williams want him? Probably not. I don't no. know. Two washed-up Red Bull drivers at the same team. I don't... <laughs> so anyway, so there's more rumors. Let's just keep going. So. Then we heard that Carlos Sainz might be leaving Ferrari. This is something that we always heard. Then we heard Carlos Sainz cheated on his girlfriend in Austin. Don't know what that's about. Don't think that's true either. Yeah. And if that was the rumor, I don't know why that would cause that would in- that warrant a tweet. I don't so,
0: think so yeah.
1: Um, and all of this basically goes back to the ultimate question of the entire season right now, which is: Is Checo gonna stay? That's all that this is coming up with, <laughs> and. I think that's the most likely thing that this had to do with, is it had to do with Checo. But, again, he said that it had nothing to do with drivers being moving teams. And then it was pointed out to me by Ryan that, technically, Daniel Ricciardo, this could be clever clever wordplay. Mm -hmm. uh, Because, based off his tweet, Checo could still retire if, the, if you translate it a certain way from Spanish and this tweet could still be true, and then Daniel Ricardo isn't switching teams because he's just on loan from Red Bull at AlphaTauri currently. I know, this is like, this is me with the graph right now. I'm like, so anyway, it could be clever wordplay, so I, I don't know. Just tell us, don't make us... <laughs> well, no, There's going to be a whole Drive to Survive thing. episode called like, I don't know, Rumors or something. yeah. Know. It's writing itself, though, after this weekend. Drive to Survive episode, guaranteed, episode, like, six is going to be all about Checo. It's going to go into this race with Daniel Ricardo coming back. Checo's going to crash. Ricardo does well.
0: Yeah. Dude, we need to, uh, at the end of the season, we need to um, do, like, a uh, a 10-episode guess. Oh, that's a good idea. What they'd be about. That's a good idea. We're also,
1: I haven't told you this yet, but I think you're going to like this idea, so I'll just go ahead and speak it into fruition. I think we should also do year end awards. Oh, okay. Like a joke award. Yeah. So, like, I already have a couple. I already know. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but I already have like menace of the year. Like, because that's like our thing. Is like okay. A, so anyway, um, so who the hell really knows what's going on? <laughs> it's basically what I'm saying yeah. to you in layman's terms. So just stay on Twitter. I tweet way too much these days. So just
0: you go follow. Picking up your uh, your. You're tweeting. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've you're been posting.
1: Yeah, I've been trying. I changed my handle to Nick Golden F1 on Twitter. Oh. Yeah, good. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. So, uh, locking it down. What? So you're locking it down. Yeah, yeah. I'm locking it down. Yeah, And <laughs> yeah, I got rid of my long handle that didn't wasn't gonna ever help me. Yes, wise <laughs> So, anyway, give me your winner and loser from this race. We totally forgot about that.
0: Oh yeah, uh, winner is gonna be Lando. Mm. Okay. Probably Lando. Okay. Just driver of the day. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think he deserves it. Um Loser. Fair amount of losers this weekend. Yeah. Maybe when one... I'm gonna give it to Haas. Okay. Because of the fact that they're just not they're they're not doing anything. They're nowhere. Yeah. So that's fine. Well, not to just take the easy route. Yep.
1: but uh I'm going to take the easy route. Winner <laughs> I'm going to give to Daniel Ricardo yep. because it was just an a very surprising performance. I expected nothing of none of this this weekend. I mean, he's good on this track. So, we'll see how that actually carries over. And loser, I mean, got to give it to has got to get a loser yeah. from one of us. Just this this was bad. Yeah. This was I figured you would you would I think we might like, we might reflect on this as like ah oh, yeah that was the end yeah like we'll see I mean he can still get P two in the championship he is still P two in the championship yeah. but by the skin of his teeth
0: right now so I I have a prediction go for it that I, and it, it kind of ties into what I said earlier about Lando okay I think podium next week is going to be these three don't know the order completely okay. Max, Lando, Hamilton. Okay. and I think so, too. I think, honestly, like, let's say, okay, Hamilton's really freaking good at this track. I know. I'm like, excited. Amazing. <laughs> I know. Like, it's his best track by far, other than Silverstone, probably.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's debatable, but continue. Okay. It's a second home race. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, he's very comfortable here. I think if we're gonna see a race win, it could be here. Um, if Max isn't just, you know, twenty seconds ahead. It's possible. Which is very possible. Yep. Um, but I do think Lando and and Lewis are gonna be Lando, Max, and Lewis are gonna be on the podium. Don't know the exact word.
1: I'm expecting a good
0: one this weekend.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna make any predictions because I'm too scared. Uh because I don't want to jinx anything. I got you covered. Uh, jinx it for I will say that our podcast is going to be a little late next week because I am going on a trip to California for business. So, um, so anyway, it'll be the week of Vegas. It will is when our podcast will come out for the following race, which is fine. It'll get you all ready for what's sure to be a very cringy, a very yeah. cringy race.
0: What at, if they like announce that Ricard is going to Red Bull like at Vegas? See, so yeah, they could.
1: <laughs> See, I keep putting things together because I was thinking, I forgot to mention someone very important to this Aston Martin rumors, which is Felipe Drogovic, who's Brazilian. Yeah. So I was theorizing maybe they would announce all of this this weekend, and they would say, guess what? Felipe Drogovic is our driver. Yeah. Because, you know, but they announced him, and I almost like my heart sank until I read the post because they posted a picture of him today, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then it was just turned out they were confirming him as their third driver next year. Oh. And I was like, whoa, What? Wow crazy um so anyway let me give you your because people have been responding to this actually uh five things to watch for the brazilian grand prix this weekend number one lewis hamilton is his best chance at winning a race all year honestly the last two years i think going in this weekend is the best chance he's had um who knows their pace could be nowhere number two ferrari uh they've had really strong qualifying form can they finally convert and, you know, make up some good fo- points to Mercedes in the P2 fight? Because currently they are only maintaining points with Mercedes, which is not how you win a championship. Number three, we have Aston Martin. Can they figure out their updates and bounce back? Because they've been absolutely nowhere. And they're honestly kind of the laughing stock of F1 right now. Everybody's giving them crap. Uh, I saw it on weekend warm-up. People were talking about it. Number four, Alphatari. Was Mexico a fluke or is Daniel going to have an amazing rest of the season and his AlphaTauri made it some steps forward because they had the worst car not 5 minutes ago. Yeah. So, and number 5, of course, Checo, um is he going to continue to struggle? Uh how will he bounce back from his worst race of the year basically? Um I mean it wasn't his worst overall weekend I don't think, but yeah. still had to hurt is this the end for him or will we have more Checo to come mm-hmm. w- with a good weekend after this so we'll see and I think that's about it uh I'm trying to see there's more rumors I'm sure we've freaking missed uh but you know we're we're wrapping up this is sprint race weekend this weekend last one uh could be big um Lewis has been averaging seven points a weekend on Checo, so the math says that if he continues that, he will beat Checo, so we'll see. All right. Uh, and if Lewis gets to P2... Honestly, I just want Ferrari to not get P2 in the championship. They've looked terrible... Not terrible. They haven't looked anywhere near as in the limelight as Mercedes has felt, even though they've won a race. So, honestly, the fact that Mercedes could get P2 in the championship without winning a race is ridiculous. <laughs> um... Anyway, that's been it. Thanks for watching. Uh, We'll catch you a week plus a little bit. Bye. Bye.